This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome to the Sunday special episode of the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here for a Sunday special with you, Jordana, but we have a very special guest. Let's get straight to the introductions. Am I right? You're right. So we have with us today none other than uh, Betch's co-founder, Diet Starts Tomorrow host, and my friend, Aileen <laughs> Drexler. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> our friend. Sorry, our friend. She's your friend. Our too. friend. I, I'm Jared's I friend, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I've known Jared for less time. <laughs> yeah. It was really yes. hard not to like introduce myself with you guys when you were like, I'm Jordana. I'm Jordana. I'm, like, I'm Aileen. <laughs> what's um, up guys thanks for having me yeah i feel like it's always weird when you're a guest you're like not sure if like are you supposed to wait for your opening or are you just supposed to jump in there and introduce yourself so i feel like we figured this one out semi-awkwardly and it it worked what do you it think worked. we did it so yeah we wanted to have Eileen on today because we get so many questions about like sort of the intersection of dieting and dating. Um, and Elena's co-host of Diet Starts Tomorrow with Sammy, who's our other co-founder. But, um, you know, I always think that you have such like interesting points when you guys get emails about, um, you know, the ways to come at this or the ways to not take things personally. So I thought it was great to have you on. And it we're recording this a little early, but this episode is airing on Valentine's Day. So it really has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. But I'm... <laughs> At this point, you guys have already gotten your gotten your shit out there, I think. Well, at this point, you've already had a great day or a bad day. <laughs> like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're either miserable or happy right now. And there's really... I, I'm hoping some of you are at even. Like, I are you guys big Valentine's Day people? Being that it's the day, are you guys big on it? You guys are in committed relationships. You're both, you know, engaged and married. Is this a big deal is it a not a big deal? What what changes as you go through the relationship process? Yeah, I mean, I saw in the outline, we're talking about like our everyone's favorite Valentine's Day and I literally couldn't think of one. But then I looked through my calendar <laughs> and I like from every year and I was like, wow, we had great Valentine's Day and now I married a year and I forgot that it's even coming. So things change. <laughs> Let's say things change. But um, Jordana, what do you... Yeah. I mean, when I was single, I feel like I had such insecurity about being single that Valentine's Day was like, I get like why people get anxiety and insecurity around it. Because it's like, I think we've talked about this in years prior. It's like, imagine being unemployed and constantly looking for a job. And it's like national, like people who are employed stay like employee day. Everyone like celebrate with all of your coworkers. And you're there like, I don't have a job. This feels shitty. I really want one, but I don't have everyone, one. Everyone, so definitely- <laughs> everyone who makes above this amount of money can celebrate. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like everyone like, else. I'm saying like, for sure. Yeah. And I think for, for someone who's like already insecure about dating, it was like, uh, I, I was kind of like, I just got to get through this day to stop being reminded how like alone and single I am. Um, <laughs> but then you're in a relationship and it's kind of like, it, no one cares. It's like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where you're like, I can't wait to have someone to celebrate Valentine's Day with. And then you're in one and you're like, oh, this is like a little overhyped. It's so yeah. overhyped. What's the point of celebrating? It's it's like a three bears situation, kind of like it's like, you know, I'm single and it sucks. I'm in a relationship and it sucks. I just want it like it's it's probably good for like two years. Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, it's like that first one that you're like, are we together? Should we be celebrating? Does it mean is it more than just, you know, is he going to ignore me? Is she going to be expecting something? And then it's like the one year that like you're both like we're in. We're Valentine's Day. We're a couple. And then after that, it's like, I, I mean, Aileen, like, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, it said, what, what is your favorite Valentine's Day memory? I was like, 
I have zero. I have zero favorites. <laughs> I just it's just when you kind of are in a relationship segment. <laughs> when you're in a relationship for longer, there's more things, I guess, to celebrate. You have, let's say, your anniversary, your dating anniversary, or your birth both of your birthdays, your marriage anniversary. And then it's like, I'm so bad at giving gifts that like let's we both let's agree to let's agree to no gifts this year, every year. So I have a question. gifts, you know, Jordana, you're a card person. So card, no gift. Is that okay for you for Valentine's Day being engaged? Aileen, do you have an expectation of a gift, a flower? What do we expect? <laughs> I hate gifts. Like- I mean, I just hate gifts because I'm not good at receiving them. I think like the better you are at like getting a gift, then the better, the more you like giving a gift. What's I, the best I- way to get a gift? How are you good gift getter? Like being appreciative, good thank you. Appreciative, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I guess not, I'm a shitty not, person. Like, ask for I don't something know. else, <laughs> right? Uh, like I, when I get when I get a gift, I go cool. Like I don't know. Like like I'm not like like. There's never a gift I've ever gotten where I'm like, oh my god, you thought of a thing I've been wanting for all the. I'm just like cool. Okay, nice. Right. Love it. You know, like I. And then you feel like, well, what did I, it makes you almost insecure about like the gift that you should be giving or have to give. You're like, okay, if it's, if it's almost like, if it's like, if it's a shitty gift, you're like, okay, like this is, I don't need this. This is kind of junk, but I don't know what to like. And now it's sort of the same standard for you. But if it's a really good gift, then you're like, oh, this is annoying. Now I have to like live up to this give gift bar. Yeah. (laughs) Well, live And, and I'm also insecure about, did I give like, was I like excited enough like like did i give like was my was the look on my face and what they wanted out of this like i don't know i, I used, I, to, be, I feel like a piece I of used to be so much better at giving gifts and now you just are so more more creative when you're like earlier in a relationship i'm so bad at it now that like I'm just hoping just for a flower and I'll be happy with that in terms of receiving <laughs> one. a single just, flower. Well, I hope this makes people feel better if they're sitting at home. It's, you know, it's Valentine's Day today and you're wondering like, oh, what could have been like, I think this, these are, I, I think us three just dampen the holiday enough for everybody. No, <laughs> totally. Aileen, yeah. Aileen just happened to like like walk into the biggest dating day of the year's episode that we're like now completely downplaying <laughs> shit all Oops. over it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen to anyone listening. If you want more Valentine's day content, go listen to Wednesday's episode. If you haven't already, cause Jordan and I are going to go through all the nooks and crannies of when you should be expecting a gift, how you should be expecting a gift. And if you're new to the what podcast, what it means when you don't get a gift or when you don't when you don't get acknowledgement at the very least, maybe just a nod, you know, like that, like, like, hey, slugger, Point. like a thumbs up. Yeah. So listen, go listen to the podcast from Wednesday. And if you're new here, because these are our very shareable episodes, get involved, get subscribed, rate review. But we just want you hitting that follow button on Spotify, that subscribe button on Apple uh, Music or wherever you're listening. Hit the button that makes it come straight to your phone so that we can be a little bit of a crutch on your tough days because that's what a podcast is for. Putting your brain on the shelf, letting Jordana and I take the wheel, letting Aileen take the wheel. So let's get into it. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. We have three emails, right, Jordana? We have a few emails, so we're going to try to get through as many of them as we can, and I'm so glad we have Aileen here to go through them. Um, I'll just get right into the first one, and then we can all share our thoughts. Yes. All right, so Let's the first listener writes in, Hey, J&J, love the podcast and everything Betches does. You guys have been getting me through quarantine. I'm a 25-year-old single woman in Chicago, and oh, I just started... Oh. <laughs> There we go. And I just <laughs> started her shouts. <laughs> I just started seeing this guy I met on Bumble. We've been on two dates, had sex, and I've even met a couple of his friends. Right Love now it. it's still it's still casual, but he seems like a great guy. We currently both work in consulting, but he told me that his favorite thing to do is cook and one day he wants to be a chef and own a Michelin star restaurant. That's ambitious for someone who wow. is not in. He's not a chef. He's not a chef at all. He better. Yeah. He better start consulting himself on going to culinary school. Yeah. Jared, is that like when you meet like a random person who's like in finance, who wants to do stand up? And you're like, I, you I, don't understand. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, good for you. Hit up the open mics. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like if a chef, like, I, I'd be like, you're, you're wasting some time on this date right now. You better, you know, get to the, you know, the griddle or some shit. Uh, you know? Don't like, you need like so much practice in order to like own a Michelin, own a Michelin listen, star restaurant, let alone maybe cook for one, go to it, one. Let's start with <laughs> like he learning. He wants to attend one. He wants yeah. to well, eat at one. <laughs> well, you know, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm pro dreams here. I, I would, Same. it would be, but it would also be like, it's a nice thing to hear. You're like, oh, wow, that high aspirations. And then it's like, what are you doing? And then he's like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. It's like, okay, well, good. This kind of tells you everything about the person at that point. Right. Depends how serious they are as to how like realist, like real, you know what I mean? Like, is Listen, it like sort I, of just like a pipe dream? Like, do you know what I mean? I'd right. love maybe Jared, you've got a pretty good voice. Like, are you like, I'd like to be like, I'd like to be a singer. It's like, it could happen. It probably won't. But like, I, well, yeah, you, that, how it's like in they, Seinfeld when he's like, I've always wanted to be an architect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not one. It's, well, that's the thing about dreams. It's the follow up question that makes you buy if they're actually pursuing this. It's like. Jared, you want to be a singer? And I was like, and then you were like, so what do you like meet with a singing coast? And I was like, no, listen, me, 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 me. <laughs> and then you're like, well, okay, cool. Well, what, that wasn't bad. Do, are you writing anything? <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes I let it go. Maybe I will become a singer. Maybe this has inspired me. I'm late. Anyway, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, this woman's this woman's issue isn't that she's dating someone who's delusional. <laughs> so I'll continue. <laughs> All right. You may I'm be thinking. Okay, bitch. What's the problem here? The problem is. Well, our problem is your your fucking your guy with delusional dreams. Yeah, that's your first problem. Seems less of a problem to her than the next thing. So the actual problem is I've struggled with eating disorders and poor body image since I was 12 years old. From crash diets in junior high to throwing up in high school to severe anorexia in college. Thanks to therapy, I've been at a healthy weight and fairly free of damaging behaviors for a couple of years now. But anxiety about food and body image are constantly on my mind. Plus, the quarantine and social isolation has caused me to slide back into some old dangerous habits. I'm worried about moving on any further with this guy, knowing that food is such a big part of his life. He has been sending me pictures of elaborate meals he makes and wine pairings, though I'm all in for the wine. Um, he talks about restaurants he wants to go to in the city and just generally loves food as an art form. I'm anxious that once he finds out about my eating issues, he won't want to see me anymore. Or if we keep seeing each other, the worries about calories and body image will keep me from being present in the relationship. I know this is all hypothetical, but it's weighing on my mind. No pun intended. Thanks for your amazing content. Sincerely, a betch with imposter syndrome. I really couldn't read <laughs> I that. I thought it was I'm pasta syndrome. It took me a few like right. reads before this episode to like figure out what you were saying. 
<laughs> I'm pasta. You're pasta. Sorry. So I feel so sad reading this. Like I feel her anxiety coming through the email. No. Did you? I got it. Like I, I couldn't relate to it, but I understood like the idea of feeling insecurity and anxiety around dating someone where you're like scared that they're going to like find something out they don't like about you or that isn't perfect about you um, and then judge you or, or think you're not good enough for them. Also, right. it you're dating someone who presents like your biggest weakness, you know, like I, I and I, I hope I don't sound bad, but like when you say weakness, I don't mean it's not. But like this is something that you've when you deal with body the issues, struggle. you deal with food issues, when you deal with like overeating, undereating, whatever it might be like you're like, oh, my God, like the last person you want to meet is like this like Michelin chef who's like. You know, that it has like, you know, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, <laughs> as, as Aileen put it. Um, but I like it, it's like, oh, my God, like, I don't know that if it's like, I, I don't know. And this is the problem with food issues is that it's the drug that any that's uh, that's legal. Like, it's not like you're ever going to beat someone who's like, and I'm really into making heroin. And you know, like some people are very into like smoking weed, or at yeah, least maybe sure. you know. Yeah, I think so I think that. for her, it's like it's a question we have to like kind of ask her: Is she scared that he's not going to like her? Is she scared that he's going to bring up her food issues? I think those are two separate problems because she brought if she, both of those up, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Those are two separate things because if like, we're dealing with the question of is it gonna make her go back into some sort of spiral in my opinion i would i would think i would put herself first but if it's more so the problem of she's worried that he's going to find something out about her and it's going to like ruin it and you might as well not go on that third date then i think that's a different that's that's that then i wouldn't be so quick to say don't go on the third date i would be like well you know i think that that's just a little in, an insecurity that you'll eventually have to not get over but face right to date anybody do you think she should tell him on like that third date? Let's say, like, is that something where you know, if if it's okay, I agree, I totally agree with your with what you're saying in terms of like they're two separate things. One is about her, and one is about how he sees her. Right. So, I guess should we deal with them separately? I guess. <laughs> the first one <laughs> well, I would say go to your therapist. <laughs> that that's the part that made me sad was that like she has this like she said she's was anorexic in college. That's a severe eating disorder. And mm -hmm. if like all of a sudden you're like dating a, a guy who's constantly sending you food pics and like talking about eating all the time, it's like you're facing this challenge that you've had your whole life. So that to me is a different question. Is like, can I do this? Is it worth it? You know, like that's the question she needs to. Well, I think a lot with dating, it's it's always easier to like structure things. So like, let's start at like, do you like the guy? You know, like, let's start right. at that. Mm -hmm. Like, you Fair. like the guy. Did you have fun on the date? Yes. Do you want to go out with him again? Yes. Okay. I have. Uh, do I want to get more personal with him now? Do I want to get more personal with him now? Maybe that's we're in the we're in the arena of. Okay, I'm going to let him know about some of the things I've dealt with throughout my life. Like, and we see this like on The Bachelor all the time, and they seem to skip the first two steps and they said they head straight to trauma. <laughs> but like, but yeah. I, I, but I would say like everyone has things, everyone has ticks, everyone has um, anxieties, and, and people, some people are dealing with them through professional therapy and some people aren't. But like the idea that like, Everyone's walking in like hunky dory, happy McHapperson. Right. Like he's got his shit too. He's miserable at his at his consulting job, and he's dreaming about being rat tattooing. <laughs> so he's got his issues. <laughs> so like, so like, I I think True. like I think she's underrating that everyone has a thing or that they're gonna have to reveal to someone, quote unquote, baggage. Um, and I I the word baggage we use here on this podcast a lot, but like. That's just meant as like everyone's got their shit, like whatever it is. Like, right. I, I, I mean, I know I've gone on Diet Starts tomorrow and talked with Aileen and Sammy about this, but like I've been I've canceled dates because I've eaten too much that week. Like I, <laughs> I've I've, you know, had to tell people like, hey, like this is shit that I fucking deal with. I've had to tell my girlfriend I've had like say like, yeah, I feel fat today. And I this is kind of like how I feel right now. I feel down about my body. Like I've had to have those conversations. 
she's not run away. Like, you know, like I, I think someone who enjoys your company as much as you enjoy them, there's kind of things to expect to hear. Like, I don't think he, so I think like that's like the third thing. And then the fourth thing is, hey, you know about my, my, my anxieties, my issues. Let's kind of like, just know that if I turn you down for a date or if I say tonight's a healthy night or if I say tonight's not the night we're going to do, you know, uh, the lava cake, like, you have to respect that. Right. Right. I could see it, though, why it's so scary, because it like puts another level of like the potential of rejection. Like it's mm. it's like because it's so it's like you fe- the problem that you think that this person's going to have with you is about your trauma. So it's like ex- especially high stakes, I think, for her. Yeah. I mean, have you guys ever turned someone down for their traumas? That, I mean, that's a um, good question, I think. Only if they hadn't really dealt with them, I think, and they were, yeah. like, coming... Okay, like, I, I right. think that's a different... It's another part of this that's, like, where Jalen was saying about, like, the therapist. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't think that... Obviously, she's been through a lot. She's, you know, she's had this eating disorder in the past, and that's something that she does. It sounds like she still needs to be working through that with a therapist. It sounds mm-hmm. like... Especially if these things are still triggers for her, because I don't necessarily think that you can go about your life just... Hoping that, it, that yeah. hoping that that people just don't trigger you because that's going to happen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's really part of it is about her. Like, what is she doing to deal with this? That's not about this relationship. Is she going to therapy on the side or is she speaking to someone? Is she what is she doing to sort of work through this trauma that she have? I think having tra- everyone, like you said, everyone has traumas. It's more like is the way I'm dealing with it just like not looking at pictures of food sure. or is sure. it yeah. like a little bit more intense than that like because that's fine it's like someone it's like you're talking to someone who says that they're in debt and that's their big insecurity mm. if they're like i'm in debt and like that's it and like let's go to dinner that's yeah. like probably yeah then their trauma then whatever their trauma is is going to affect how i see them but if they're like i'm in debt so i'm you know i've i've been saving a lot or i'm living it this is my what my plan for getting out of debt yeah i, think, I um yeah. people respect it more when you're trying with it like and, it, and it's like, again, like I've been working with the nutritionist lately and, and a trainer and I'm like mm-hmm. digging into this stuff. And I'm also living with my parents, which has been like a whole nother thing. But there are nights here with my parents. And let me plug the nutritionist, Alex Turoff, and also the trainer at Forzag. Go find him on Instagram. I'm a huge fan of them both. But I have had nights here where I'm like, I'm doing my own thing. Like, like, and my parents are like, and again, like. I think we all kind of hope to have a familiar relationship with whoever we end up with. Like, I, I think like you want your husband, you want your wife, you want your, you want them to be like, to be your family. My family can hear I'm taking a night knowing that I'm, de- you know, working on this thing and respect that. Yeah, they'll fuck with me. They'll ball bust. They'll give me shit. But at the end of the day, if I'm like, I'm going to this restaurant that does bowls and I'm getting a meal that I know will make me feel good, they're going to like be okay with that. And I think you have to trust that anyone you end up with would do the same for you. Yeah. I think that it before what you said, Jordana is right. Like she needs to also decide how ready she is for it. Like eventually, like the hope is that she is ready, but it depends how far along she's come to to decide if she's ready right now. But I right. my question is like it when is it I know you guys talk about this a lot like when do you tell someone some like the thing that you're scared to tell them? Like I would be so fucking scared to to sh- if I were her to sh- share this on the third date. I don't know. Third date seems soon. It seems soon, right? Cuz then he's like thinking also very superficially. Well, food's really important to me, but whereas if you get to know that person then you're like I see that this is more of a you know, it's not that it's not it's not that black and white. Right. Well, I think the thing it's sort of the trade off here because it's like, yeah, you want to tell them when you feel like you can trust them. Is that the third yeah. date? Probably not. But also you don't want to tell them so late in the game that if that's something that they can't deal with, you're going to be right. like seriously heartbroken because you're so deeply into it. Like I wouldn't tell them like six months in and then they're like, this is a but, lot for me to deal with. I don't know. Like, you know, you- if this is for me. I'm sorry to interrupt, but do you really think that six months in this person like 
kind of it goes back to the first two things where it's like, do you like them? Are you having fun? Do you think right. someone who likes you and is having fun is going to go, whoa, this is a mess. I got to get out of this shit. Like, I, I don't think I and not to say that you're like pulling the okie doke on them or like pulling the rug out from underneath them. But like, I just have never ended something because of someone's like like I got that far in and it was like, well, you know, they're really a mess, even if they're especially if they're taking care of it. Yeah, I think if they're taking care of it, it's like but it's also like, when do you want to like how? How do you naturally feel like you want to get to know someone? Part of like getting to know someone is them being vulnerable with you. Yeah. And you really like knowing those things about them. So it's like kind of like the longer you wait, it's fine. But it's also like I don't think the relationship can get much deeper. Not yeah. to sound like we're on The Bachelor and I'm asking <laughs> you to open up. But like, I mean, there is a sense of like if we're only talking about the good parts of ourselves, how can the relationship get more serious or get more intimate if we're kind of like being very surface? So I don't think it has to be the third date, but... I think right. it could be like in the first couple months. Definitely. I think it depends how the third date goes. Like if he's opening up about something, then that's not superficial. Then maybe then she'll find like an opening there. But if it doesn't happen, then I wouldn't just like on The Bachelor, just be like, oh, my my whole family died. Like that's not <laughs> I don't think that that's how you you just like jump into vulnerability. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I listen it's a tough thing. And it's also like the timing thing is just so tough to know when does that stuff come up. And like, again, like I think like I do think this person is looking down the road a little too much. Like I think like you've had a couple good dates and he mentioned he likes to cook. Like I know that like like I know he's sending and, and, your pics all the time. She said, "Hey, hey, listen, these pics like I you're he's you like gotta, trying to eat a healthy dinner. She's just <laughs> getting pics of the he's like eating his way into dick pics. I I made my famous bolognese. Oh. Just be like, can you just send me a picture of your penis? It would, like, it would make my anxiety a lot better." <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows 
Let's do another. Let's do another. We want to read it, Jared. Yeah, dear J and J. Always love the pod. I've been a listener since episode one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep telling your friends. Uh, I have a real life red flag deal breaker situation. Recently dated a guy, and it turns out he lost about 130 pounds last year. Wow, snaps to that guy. I commended him as that's an amazing accomplishment. Well, we went out and passed a girl with her group of friends. I honestly wasn't paying uh, attention to what she was wearing. When she seemed to be out of earshot, he says to me, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was confused and asked what he was talking about. He then explained that the girl had a, had on a sweatshirt, probably cropped, that showed her rolls in her belly. I didn't even know what to say in response to that, being that he used to be fat and still has loose skin that hangs out. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's like these two people are super into each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so it is so it is such a fucking shot in the face when you're like think you're joking with someone and they're and they're just like yeah you got loose skin on you <laughs> and you're like oh fuck i thought i was i thought we were i thought we were hot both of us or it's and even everyone like, else you, sucked no if you say like an asshole comment and then someone yeah. asks you to explain you should feel like very self-conscious oh, about having absolutely. even made that comment Right. Yeah, I'm not defending his comment. His comment's a douchey thing to say, but like he obviously thought he was in good company to say such a horrific thing. And like then us she was thin like, people can make these kinds of comments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what, dude? What did you just say? You and your loose fucking skin? Oh, my God. This isn't about me. When did this become about me? Okay, she writes, not to mention I feel self-conscious about my own stomach when I wear crop sweatshirts, too. I just responded with, wow, you're going to go there? And he seemed surprised by my response. We then got it. I'm still laughing at Jordana. <laughs> Us thin people. He really did think that. Maybe he thinks he's like in a new, you know, he's just like in a new club. You know, yeah, like yeah. You get, let's say you you get like $3 million and you're like, look at that four, poor fucking loser. Like, <laughs> you get it, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, no, it costs 10 mil to get in here. Uh, that's uh, okay. So we then go, got into a disagreement about how I don't think he has the right to judge a girl for wearing what she wants and the fact that he has has the same problem she does he she might may not have covered it up but it's the same thing i went on to say that it was strange that someone who was overweight would talk about someone like that maybe i'm being oversensitive about it but it really rubbed me the wrong way seemed like an asshole thing to do needless to say that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me deal breaker i'd love to hear your thoughts on this well this is a it's a it's a good email aileen what do you think Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, he's a dick, but yeah. with a caveat, as a person who has lost a significant amount of weight, me, and then also gained some of it back. But there has been times in the past when like you are on this because you're losing when he's losing a shit ton of weight. He probably went on an extreme, some sort of extreme weight loss regimen, right? Diet. A journey. <laughs> journey. From my experience of having done that, there is a point where you're on this like high where you then start to turn on like other people who you because because the reason why you went on that diet is because you didn't like yourself, like you didn't like your body, you didn't like your bigger body. And so now when you've gotten like you're saying us thin people, like you've gotten to that smaller people club and you start to look down at those other people when really what you're doing is looking down on your, your former self that you really hated. So that I can understand where this guy is coming from, asshole or not. But at the same time, like. You can't say shit like that <laughs> out loud. And and it's not right. Like at some point, really, he's coming from a place of fear that he's going to gain his weight back too. just saying. And but from her, like, I can understand why she's pissed off. Like he hit a nerve with her. First of all, you're talking about women. So she's taking it personally. She's a woman. And she's also saying she's self-conscious about that area. But I don't think guys should talk about girls like that. Sorry. <laughs> what do you think, Jared? Yeah. I know you're on your own journey. No, I, I'm on my <laughs> journey, and it's a lifetime journey. But I, I loved your answer, Aileen, because I think it's empathetic. And it's like, this guy's an asshole. He said an asshole thing. That doesn't mean he's evil. Um, right. I think I agree with you. Like, when you're 
when you're losing weight and this is like he's obviously immature let me let me first yeah. bash him so no one thinks that i'm on his side <laughs> we're not on his <laughs> yeah, side no. necessarily yeah. but we can get why he would say something like that now he's, he's not he just like a murderer yeah. i can yeah i can understand he's immature he's um also he's self-conscious like and it's like it some people do things so like brazenly that you're like you're wearing your issues right on your fucking forehead and he is doing that he is so self-conscious i agree with what, what aileen just said about about gaining the weight back also this he's probably on this high of like i've put you know he's kind of in that gym mantra of like i put yes. in the work so that's yeah. what it takes when someone doesn't put in the work and i'll i think that this guy will realize that he said a stupid thing you know, when he gains back half the weight and gets into like a lifestyle that actually works out for him. You don't Definitely. just like I always think you like when I'm like, I got to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, I got to lose 20 pounds to get to 10 pounds because <laughs> I need that like week where I I'm like, like on right. a high. And it's like that might not be a healthy way to think, but that's just the way I think. And it's like this guy is probably at like the pinnacle of his like cock cockiness with this shit. And it's like. You you hit him at the worst mental moment, and he's basically yeah. showing you that he's not ready to date. He's not ready to be in a relationship that isn't about you know looks and stuff. And like the idea that you would look at someone in public and make a comment like that, like that's horrible. And like we made a joke about like yeah, you people say shitty things all the time, and you hope you're with someone who's in an equally bad place as you to be able to agree <laughs> yeah. on the shitty thing. But this guy, um, I think he'll, I hope he learns his lesson. I hope he doesn't become this person because I don't, I like to think in the good of people. And I think just like Aileen, like I think this is awful. And also like I talk a lot about weight issues on stage. Like I know even when I'm making fun of myself that people go, well, if you think that about you, what do you think about me? So I understand the email are being like, well, I'm self-conscious about that now, too. How could I be around someone who would say such a thing? So I understand where she's coming from. It, it would be a totally different story if this guy has never had any weight struggles or hadn't lost a significant weight amount of weight yeah. in the past. Like if he was just coming from like a really hateful place of just like hating larger people, that would be a different story. But you hear clearly you can feel right. his like severe insecurity and that it's a it's com it's coming from a completely different place. Jordana, I told you this story that I was embarrassed about on this podcast. Remember, I was like, I remember after I lost a ton of weight, I was like, I'm like this guy. Like I was like oh, down yeah. my highest amount of weight. And like I was like went out with friends and then this girl turned me down. And I was like, guess you're going to miss out on this. And I took my shirt <laughs> off. So like, and it's like so embarrassing. <laughs> and I think back at that. I'm like that. Like, you know, those memories. It's like calling your teacher mom. You're like, I'll right. never fucking forget this the rest Thinking of my life at night trying to yeah, go to sleep yeah exactly like this is my my cross to bear is that this memory will forever be tattooed to my brain so hopefully the memory of this woman being like you got fucking loose skin asshole like <laughs> you know like hopefully that like maybe tattooed to his brain to teach him that like you're not ready, you know, right. nobody is above, above anyone else to make this kind of comment. So red flag or deal breaker, you guys both out? <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I, I mean, I'm out too. <laughs> not even, I think, for any of those reasons. I just think like, and that's something I've learned dating, um, is that you want to date someone who's nice, not just to you, but to everyone. Like you don't want to date someone who's only nice to you and everyone to everyone else. They're like making asshole comments or being making rude comments because eventually you could be that person that they're making those comments about. You're mm -hmm. just not currently the target of when them. they turn on you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> and also, like, I think he's just he, he's not mature enough for a serious relationship. Like, that's just that's it. Yeah. Like, it's not even about it's not, it's not that he's not worthy of someone. It's just not he's not worthy of someone today. He's yeah. not ready. Go work on yourself, guy. With, but congrats not on the physically, on the yeah, loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mentally. mentally. It's, it's now it's time. time to do a mental makeover. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. 
You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. All right. Hi, JJ. Need some advice from the dating gurus. I'm a longtime listener and followed your words of wisdom before, so I'm hoping you can help me with this. I've been dating my boyfriend for just about a year. For reference, we're in our early 30s and live in a big city. We're both the type of people that work out regularly and eat healthy most of the time, but also love nachos and beer. A lot of our dates have revolved around going out to eat, having drinks, cooking together, etc. Overall, we're both we're, we both are healthy, but you can tell that we spend some Saturdays at brunch instead of the gym. <laughs> Recently, he started a body transformation program, strict workouts, pre-planned meals, weekly coach meetings, um, as a girlfriend, I'm proud of him. He's committed, working hard, and it's showing. He looks fantastic and feels good. However, selfishly, I don't like it. Of course, I want him to be healthy, but I also want to be able to go out to dinner, or have a bottle of wine, or even just cook a meal together. Additionally, I have my own body issues, and this is exacerbating them. I want to support him, but I also want, want, I also want him to bend the food rules once in a while. How do I get over my own issues and support him while still having a relationship that is fun? Thanks for all you do. Appreciate any help. Um, she goes, P.S. As I am emailing you this, he left to go get his final thousand steps in for the night. Send help. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get out of that house. No. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, I think my first like my first reaction hearing this is that he's going to get out of this phase. I would just wait it out because he's going in extremes, right? Like this is he's he's leaving to get his thousand steps. That's when you're in extreme mode. If you're doing some transformation thing and getting pre none of that is sustainable. So he's going to eventually get just out of it. Bell. Just <laughs> <laughs> in, in, yeah, I would just wait for him to to yeah, fail. <laughs> What do, you, uh, what do you think, Jared? I would. I agree with Aileen. This is going to be a phase. Let him have it. Um, he's going to, you know, I would also like, hey, man, I'm so proud of you, but this is, I'm feeling a little left out from the fun we used to have. I think that's an okay thing to say. Hey, like, you know, like, can we plan, like, the cheat meals around when we hang out? Like, can we make, and, and I, I know some people kind of like, shh shudder at the word that the phrase cheat meal but i would say you know like can your day can your fun day include me because i'm fitting feeling his, yeah he's right. fitting his needs when you say cheat meal like if that's something yeah. important to him you're considering his lifestyle temporary lifestyle <laughs> yeah and, and like and like can your cheat days or whatever they are include me and include some planning because i'm feeling a little left out 
I don't know. She writes like, how can I get over my own issues? I mean, that might be to talk to a professional that I don't, I don't know how seriously you're being exacerbated by him going to the gym and stuff. But I would also like, just, I, I, I think like if he makes just feel, I think if you say like, I'm feeling and don't make it about like your new life is really fucking me up. Like, no, no, no. Like do like, I, I'm feeling a little left out and it makes me feel sad when we used to go and do nachos and beer brunch Saturdays and you're meeting with your coach while you're getting steps in. Like, can you think of me a little bit as part of, as part of this process? And, 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 and uh, yeah. I could also imagine her like feeling self-conscious about like, okay, so he's now getting all fit. What does he think of me? Because he's on, this is the same guy. He's on this high. (laughs) He's on the same guy. It's just earlier in in a different relationship. Like he's on his high. And he hates when I wear my crop sweatshirts. Exactly. She thinks he's judging her. He's judging her. Yeah. I mean, I can speak from like a little bit of experience. Rusty's recently like, oh, I don't want to have dessert when he and I used to eat ice cream cream all the time and i'm like were you fucking judging right. me now for eating ice cream <laughs> oh, oh you, think I, I, you think you're too good for dessert what are, and what are you getting all fit for <laughs> I, I actually was thinking about this any positive change a guy makes in his life it's just He's like cheating. you're immediately cheating like it is yeah. like yeah. like this is why men well, die you before seen, their spouses this is why have you seen that documentary about that's the, all i think about um there's uh, jared i've talked about this before about the the documentary it's, with the guy who like kills his whole family but first he gets really fit because he's got a new girlfriend. What's it called? It was um like my american neighbor or like something american like that. murder an american murder yeah it's um, just it's so ridiculous to me like i've had this like i one time chris i was watts. like chris watts a, yeah. <laughs> like i i i woke up one morning i'm like okay i'm going to protein shakes and my girlfriend was like why and i was like i don't know i just want to like get on like a better schedule here and she's like she was like looking at the and she like picks up the protein she's like well there's xanthan gum in here and i was like <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? Like, I was like, is this how positive change happens? Were you doubting me along the way? It's kind of funny. I do feel like there's an element of what Eileen's saying. It's like, we want the guys to be fit, but not so fit that they think they could do better. Yes. (laughs) Watch yourself. (laughs) What the fuck are you getting fit for? Eat some fucking ice cream. (laughs) You want them in that, like, slightly unappealing to other women category. Yes. Stay in your lane. Only my type. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, I, I think sometimes Jess tries to do that to me. She's like, she when she tells the story of how we met, she's like, oh, like she makes a point to do like ten minute riffs on like how I was totally not her type. And she's, <laughs> she's like, oh, and just like to keep I'm you not, in line. yeah, just to like let me like just yeah, it's just like a just like a subtle way of letting me know how lucky I am, you know, like. <laughs> Well, I do think there's a there's I mean, I don't know stereotype or not, there's a thing that like men are a little bit more prone to like, you know, like the physical aspects of things. So, you know, who are they if if we're okay with you like this, like who's it for? Sure. Like it, you you've achieved this level. That's what I said to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what well, I said to Rusty. What are you, who are you getting fit for? <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> well I I think she can I I I think if you just plan, if she feels planned for as much as he's, I think it's like, it's it's never about the thing. It's always about like the greater thing. So like, I think it, he's planning this much for his body. She has to feel a little bit left out and not planned for like, right. I, I think like the, the capacity to plan is something women think men have no ability for. And, and he's like, no, I got my meals planned out for the week. And he's like, Oh, Valentine's day is this week. You know, like, Yeah. No, I, I agree with both of you. I think you want to make sure that like he carves out some time for you to like do the things that you like to do or look, like to do eat together. It's kind of like if he were like working at a job or he was working constantly, you'd be like, okay, like I'm supportive of you, like, you know, furthering your camp, camp career and being ambitious. But like when you're not, let's carve out a time to like do something just the, like the two of us. Cause you, even within strict boundaries, you can find yourself a little bit of room to like, yeah, you don't want to feel like or, you're left yeah. behind too. Like, yeah. so I think that's good advice. Just to say, like, hey, I'm so proud of you. Um, I'm j- I'm just feeling a little left out. Like, can we like like exactly like you said, fit me around your cheat meals? 
<laughs> right. I'll even like I'll even um look at the light menu <laughs> for you. Yeah. And then go like um I would also say like it's okay to like go, you know, indulge with your friends too. Like Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like if you kind of want to if you're not in the mood to be less healthy, you don't have to feel like you need to be healthier on him. If you want to live your old like the same lifestyle, go hang out with some friends like get that out there too. Listen, I think we solved dating again. <laughs> right? Alien, thank help. you Alien, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Yes, I was, was very great. honored when you asked me to come. I was also I t- texted Jordan. I was like, I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm excited. No, You're I think fantastic. the audience gonna, is going to love this. I'm sure a lot of you already listened to Diet Starts Tomorrow, but if you haven't already, check it out. Diet Starts Tomorrow comes out Sundays and Thursdays. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a listener yes. of Diet yeah. Starts Tomorrow. So and I'm I, a listener as well. Yeah. Yeah. I and listen Jared, every episode. On. And I've Jared, been on you've a been couple on times. A couple yeah. times. We ha- even had Alex come on your n- dietitian. She's been on. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So I and that's how I found her. I think so. I um I thank you. But also like if if people are like, hey, uh, I want to check out Diet Starts Tomorrow, and you're a big You Up fan, maybe do Jordana. You've been on too, right? Uh yeah, I've been on. Yeah. It's been a bit, but I I definitely would love to come back. I listen every time just to make sure Sam and Elena aren't talking shit about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, if anybody wants to hear more on this topic, me and my co-host Sammy on Diet Starts Tomorrow talk about this stuff all the time. We talk about all of our eating struggles and so much more. We answer questions like these every Thursday. So go listen to Diet Starts Tomorrow. And if you want to submit a question specifically to us, you can email us dst at betches.com. Subject, dear DST, and we might even answer your question. It's really entertaining. I love Diet Starts Tomorrow. And if you want to follow Aileen, follow her at Aileen, A-L-E-E-N on Instagram for more updates about that. Thank you, Jordana, for spelling that. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's, not, it's not that obvious, the spelling. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is really fun. All right. That's it for us. And we'll be back next episode. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.